Now we enter the final stage of the recall, what we call proofing and generalization. So up until this point, we've been working the dog with complete control of the competing motivators or distraction. So we have had helpers that could shut off access to the thing the dog wanted as a form of punishment if they didn't recall. We've also had the dog online so that we could block the dog from accessing something they wanted if they didn't recall. The dogs are doing well with it this, at this point and we're increasing the arousal level of the distractions or the competing motivators. We've also prepared the dog to take pressure in their training. We've conditioned them to pops on the leash and we've conditioned them to the electric collar. Now we're set up to go out into the world and start to seek out more real life distractions and then potentially correct the dog if they fail to recall. In the beginning of this work, we need to be very careful that, it, that we know when the distractions are going to happen. So we may not have complete control of the distractions at this point, but we are not walking out and letting them surprise us. You need to be prepared so that you can properly reinforce or punish the dog for failure to recall at this point. So now we set up more real life circumstances. Couché. Rest. Attack. Yes. Out. Couché. Attack. Couché. Attack. Couché. Couché. Out. Avec. Good. Beautiful. So in this case, we may take the dogs off the lines and start calling them away from high arousal activities. If the dogs fail, we'll correct the dog. The only time we correct the dog at this point is for failure to respond. When we do any escape and avoidance training or any corrections, it's very important that the dog have the chance to avoid that consequence. So now we'll start to set up more real life situations. <laughs> 